award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Tennessee Wildcast. I'm excited about today's show. We have the 50th governor of Tennessee, Mr. Bill Lee, and we're so excited to have him with us. Governor, thank you. Thank you. Proud to be here. Excited about it. Awesome. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in and watching and listening to this show. Uh, very special show today to get to interview uh, Mr. Lee and uh, got Miss Jennifer Wisniewski helping me co-host today. Hey there. Glad to be here, too. So, thank you, Jennifer. Don was uh, on the road today, and Miss Jennifer stepped in. I'm glad to have her. Hey, so. if there's a, a substitution any time to make with this interview, I'd be glad to. <laughs> oh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. So we'll jump right into it and get started. Um, Governor, we appreciate you taking time to be here with us today. Uh, I know the Tennesseans appreciate uh, appreciate you opening the outdoors and keeping the outdoors open during this pandemic and this time. And uh, we're just excited to have you. Um, thank you for doing that. Thank you for keeping the outdoors open. And uh, if there's anything out of this, um, what would you say the silver lining is out of this pandemic at this time? You know, people out rediscovering re wildlife and the outdoors. Yeah, you know, that pandemic's been a huge challenge for everybody. It's been uh, unexpected. It's been something that's changed uh, a lot of people's lives, a lot of lives lost in our state, and sadly, uh, a lot of livelihoods at stake. But mm -hmm. we've worked really hard to... Uh, to mitigate the spread of the virus at the same time protect so protect lives and livelihoods but one of the ways that we protect livelihoods is give people an opportunity to live their lives to the greatest degree possible in the midst of a pandemic and part of that's outdoors so when when you can't uh, gather together then one of the things you can do is get out and we've seen that i think we've had uh, maybe 150,000 people get get hunting fishing licenses for the first time this year. That's You're because exactly right. that's because we've uh -huh. seen people get out and about and enjoy the outdoors. We wanted to make sure that people could do that. We've seen record numbers of people at state parks. We've seen record numbers of uh, people fishing and hunting and, and and enjoying the outdoors. So that is uh, clearly a silver lining to what has been a real challenging season. Yes. I agree. I agree. And we know you're a busy man, but have you had time to get out and enjoy oh, yeah. it? Oh, yeah. I, uh, you know, I live on a farm and I go home to the farm just about every weekend. And so that in itself allows me to be outside because we're uh, we're outdoors out there and and also had an opportunity to do a little bit of hunting and fishing. I've always done that my whole life. And uh, so I haven't I haven't missed the opportunity to when I can get out there and um, do a little fishing and do a little hunting and, uh, and, and actually visited state parks as well and national parks throughout this. Um, I love the outdoors. Mm. I also love the idea of conservation, protecting our natural resources. I mean, we are a beautiful place to live here in Tennessee and we have tremendous natural resources across our state, making sure that we uh, protect those that we in fact, enhance those uh, that's part of what's important to me this is a beautiful time of year right now the leaves are changing it's perfect time to be outside and the weather's great the weather's oh, been the weather's been nice could not ask for any better even when it's a little rainy and foggy it's kind of nice to be out um, uh -huh. so yeah we've uh, 
we at, and our family have uh, have enjoyed it, and we know that there's families all over our state doing the same thing. That's funny. You mentioned family. You know, at the Bassmaster Classic not that long ago in Knoxville, I, I just got a kick out of watching your wife, the first lady, out there fishing. I'll tell I love you it. what. She loves to fish, and she likes fishing more than I do. I, <laughs> I hunt more than she does, but she sure does like to fish. We have a little uh, pond lake on our property that makes um, – for quick fishing, we can do that. But we've also, she and I actually went fishing in South Carolina last weekend. So nice. redfish. Nice. Uh, and she nice. she uh, made the big catch of the day. So I was really happy about that. Mm. I'm always happy when she <laughs> when she gets to catch. So. If mama's happy, then everybody's that's exactly happy, right? right. That's exactly right. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Well, a couple weeks ago, uh, you proclaimed uh, at Hunting and Fishing Day in Tennessee. That's right. Why is hunting and fishing so important to you? You know, I think besides the fact that, that being outdoors is just good for the soul and good for um, life in general, I think hunting and fishing is an important part of our state. It's, it's, a, it's historically been a very important part of Tennessee. Um, it's important to people. And to the degree that we can encourage folks to engage for the first time, many of them, like they have this year, um, that that's good for families. It's good for individuals. It's good for mental health. It's good for uh, our state. It's good for conservation. It's good for future generations. So hunting and fishing day, proclaiming that day in the state of Tennessee was uh, just a, a sort of a token way that I could say, hey, this is something that people ought to think about doing, mm. um, getting out there and enjoying it, and to, and to remind those anglers and, and uh, those that hunt the important role that they actually play in conservation. You know, uh, people who buy licenses and pay fees for that actually fund conservation efforts. That's the way it's done in this state. And, uh, and it's very important. I, I know that we have reestablished um, native species mm -hmm. in our state over the years. I've seen that happen in my lifetime very uh, effectively as a result of conservation efforts of TWRA and others. And, and, and much of that is funded by those who, who get out there and... Um, purchase licenses to be able to enjoy the outdoors. Thanks for pointing that out. You know, we like to say when you buy your license, it's an investment in That's the right. outdoors. It's not just a fee that you pay. A hundred percent of those dollars go into conserving resources for future generations. That's so right. You know, you. when I was a kid, um, we had a hunting camp over in Arkansas, right across the river from Tennessee. And because there were more deer in that part of the state, in that part of the country, than there were actually here. And you know, deer were all but depleted in the in the early 1900s. Mm -hmm. um, the efforts of conservation, primarily through agencies like TWRA, began reestablishment of deer, for example, in the 40s and 50s, I think in the 50s, yeah. we probably had 50,000 deer in Tennessee. Now we have, what, 800,000 or so. Mm. Um, easy. Yeah. And yeah, easy. If not, you know, some years it's been uh, up to a million. We, um, and that's happened because of what once was natural was depleted. And then the efforts of conservation have brought that back. We've seen that also in turkeys. Mm -hmm. I remember seeing mm. a wild turkey for the first time in my life as a little kid in another state. And we didn't have any turkeys here. Uh, and then I think in the 70s, maybe, we started reestablishing turkey population and 
because of that. I got a big tom this spring. <laughs> and, <laughs> awesome. And that's a, 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 it's just a perfect example of why future generations depend on our gener- this current generation uh, funding conservation efforts and making hunting and fishing available for our kids and grandkids. Couldn't have said it better myself. All I mean, right. that's uh, it. All those elements together just it makes it happen. You mentioned deer hunting. You mentioned turkey hunting. What's your favorite type of hunting? Oh gosh, <laughs> uh, you know it's, it's uh, it, that's hard to choose. You know, I, I primarily hunt. Uh, I've done a little bit of big game hunting out of state, but most most of my favorite hunting is right here. Um, my deer stand yeah. at my at my farm. I can walk to from my house, and in fact, I put it not so far from my house so that <laughs> so that by, when my boys were hunting, I could I could even see the orange uh, through the woods mm-hmm. up there just to kind of make sure everybody was everybody was safe when they were young. But we we hunt deer. And we hunt turkey on our farm, and uh, we hunt quail. Uh, not not so much, but we do have some wild quail. I, I, I will say that's a perfect example of what needs to happen. So mm-hmm. when I was a kid, we had uh, a setter, and we could, on a Sunday afternoon or a Saturday, a cold day, uh, we could just throw the dog in the truck and go run the farm and get three or four covey of wild quail. And... That was then. That that has since changed, but there's a great deal of effort in the reestablishment of that as well. Uh, I love to dove hunt. I did that a couple times yeah. uh, this year, and so I, I I really enjoy that. And I like duck hunting too. Yeah, I usually got to leave home to do that, <laughs> right. but. Uh, I have two boys and two girls, and I single-parented my kids for about eight years. My first wife passed away when I was 40, and and so a lot of what I enjoyed doing with my kids was hunting and spending one-on-one time with my kids. There is nothing like the opportunity to sit in a tree stand with your with your kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, with my, I remember times with my boys in particular because they they really loved it and you can you have time you have a confined space and you have an opportunity to talk about life and god's creation and uh so many things more than than hunting Mm -hmm. when you're hunting you get to talk about and spend time with your kids in in real meaningful ways i have some of my most cherished memories in life are sitting in tree stands with uh, eight and nine and ten and eleven and twelve year old children, and uh, spending part of my life together that way. We we have great memories, and now they're you know they're adults and uh, they're playing in their their hunting uh, their hunting trips with their own kids. And they're passing it down just like you. That's did. right. That's fantastic. I mean, what a blessing! And just mm. to think, the groundwork for those moments was laid out by work this agency did. That's They're, right. They wouldn't exist if it wasn't for those the work that the agency has done over the last fifty years. And I still love hunting with my kids. When, in fact, when I when I went turkey hunting this spring and and got that time I talked about, I was hunting with my twenty nine year old son. We nice. were doing that together. That makes it special. I still love to hunt with my boys and and my girls too. My my daughters especially enjoyed. Uh, dove hunting over the years, so it's it's a it's a great thing to do. 
Well, Jennifer, you had a couple things you wanted yeah. to touch on before we went out so of town. So in, in the world of wildlife, yes, there's a lot of positives, but we've been faced with some challenges yeah, recently sure with um, CWD, yep. chronic wasting disease, and yep. the deer herd over in West Tennessee and Asian carp. And you've been very supportive of our mm. agency's work, and we certainly appreciate that. But um, would you like to talk about the future of these efforts? Yeah. It's, it's really been sad to watch um, the decimation of part of our wildlife, particularly our deer herds, through chronic wasting disease. But uh, there's a lot of research being done there, a lot mm-hmm. of work being done to, to eradicate that, um, and we need to continue that. I just recently appointed a, an Asian carp uh, advisory commission. So we all know that the Asian carp problem is enormous. Mm. It is affecting our native species. It's affecting the ability to fish. It affects commercial fishing and recreational fishing, even boating. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we we see that as a real problem. It's a huge challenge in many places across the country. So we've set up this commission to work together with agencies and make the best determination about the efforts that need to be made. There's already a lot of work been done, but... Uh, we have a lot of work left to do there. Very good. And um, also, there was some really cool legislation passed this year at a national scale, the Great American Outdoors Act. Yeah. And I believe you know the guy that originated I that. I do. I'll <laughs> tell you what. Senator Alexander has been quite uh, the statesman for our for the state of Tennessee. I mean, he, he served as uh, maybe the youngest governor. He certainly, when he was governor of Tennessee, he was in his 30s, raised his family in the, in the, in the residence. But he uh, understands the value of conservation, and that particular piece of legislation really the most monumental conservation legislation that's passed in the last 50 years. Um, it, will re, it will restore national parks across our country. Uh, importantly, it will diminish the enormous amount of uh, sort of um, pent-up um, need for taking care of our parks. So the deferred, uh, mm-hmm. the the deferred work that has been put off because of funding will now be uh, will now be cut in half. So our parks are going to be kept up, but they're also going to be strengthened and improved and restored. And our national parks are a true gem mm-hmm. in our nation. They are. Uh, the place where millions of people, countless millions of people have interaction with the outdoors. And it's really their only way to have interaction, many people in this country. That's where they go to see and feel and touch and experience the outdoors. So we have to invest in our national parks. You know, our national park, one of our uh, areas, the Great Great Smoky Mountains National Park, the most visited national park Mm -hmm. in America, um, I will say in COVID, we've had record numbers of visitors <laughs> into the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. And it's, a, it's, a, it's a, a treasure for our country. It's a treasure for Tennessee. My, camp, my family uh, camps in the Smokies and have for 25 years, every year. And, and we, we fish for trout there in the streams. And we, uh, we stay overnight in campgrounds and backpack through the uh, backcountry there. And it's a, it's something that we have to invest in and have to make certain that future generations can enjoy as well. Well, I can certainly say yeah. that hunters and anglers appreciate you and the work that you do for the state and for outdoors folks and conservation. Is there any last words you'd like to say before we wrap up? Yeah, I, I, 
tell people all the time, I've had this incredible uh, challenge through COVID, but the incredible opportunity uh, through these challenging days to interact in ways that normally a governor wouldn't with other governors and, and even with the federal government in ways that are unusual because of the need for interaction. I talk to governors every week. Mm-hmm. I, I have calls with multiple governors on a regular basis about some of the challenges that we all face in our state. We're really fortunate to be Tennesseans. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've learned that in the last more so I knew it I knew it my whole life I I was born and raised here lived on that farm my entire life my family's been in Tennessee for seven generations Uh, my seventh great-grandfather settled here the year this state was formed in 1796 and we've lived here ever since and been through uh, our, our family has then lived through uh, all, all types of seasons that our state has endured, both good and bad. And through it all, especially in the past year and a half in this new job I have, and in the past seven months in particular, recognized we're really fortunate to, to live in such a beautiful state with such tremendous the people of our state are unique. The resources that we have are unique. Our outdoors are second to none, mm-hmm. and I want to make sure they stay that way. Well, thank you so much yes. for joining us today. Glad to be on, and yeah. I really deeply appreciate uh, the work that you do. And let me just say to those that are listening, you know, if you're an outdoorsman, um, if you're a man or a woman who enjoys hunting and fishing, and and engage, just just be engaged and recognize that you can be an advocate. You can be. Uh, just, you know, purchasing a license is being an advocate, but you also can look for ways that you can help, that you can volunteer, that you can read and learn and study uh, the work that agencies like TWRA do, supporting those efforts to make sure that uh, your kids and your grandkids and your great-grandkids uh, can live in an even more beautiful place than we live in today. So uh, I appreciate the, I appreciate the outdoorsmen in this in this state. Appreciate what you do and encourage you to stay at it. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you. Being here. Thank you. And, Proud and, uh, to be here. Appreciate I look forward to maybe seeing some uh, some deer or something in yeah. your social media. We'll I share might them. send you some pics. <laughs> yeah. I'll do that. Yes, I will. Thank you very uh, much. All right. Well, we'll be back after this. Thank you, Governor Lee. Hey Tennessee, I'm Cooks Brook. You know, I've been blessed to tour this nation from sea to shining sea. And every time that bus rolls back across the state line, I'm reminded how good we have it here in our home state. Whether you like to hunt, fish, or watch wildlife, we got our Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency to thank for it. But before you follow that red dirt road to your favorite fishing hole or hunting spot, there's one thing you need, a license. Just visit GoOutdoorsTennessee.com and you can get your license in minutes. Hi, I'm Tracy Lawrence, just letting you know that the Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency supports itself and manages all of the state's wildlife with the dollars invested by hunters and fishermen when they buy licenses. If you've never bought a license, but appreciate the abundant wildlife we enjoy in this state, I encourage you to do it. Start with the Type 01. It's a great investment in Tennessee wildlife. Learn more at tnwildlife.org. Buy your license today at GoOutdoorsTennessee.com. All right. Thank you, Governor Lee, for being with us. That was an awesome interview. And uh, we're going to add a few things to the show here. Miss Jennifer is back with me. And um, 
Got a few things to highlight today. Yeah. Hunter Ed. Tell us what's going on with Hunter Ed, Jennifer. Well, the, the pandemic has need, created some needs that um, we didn't have in Hunter Ed with all of the in-person classes. So now we have a hybrid system. So if you want to take an in-person Hunter Ed course, those are available. And you can take those courses and you can find those courses at tnwildlife.org. But if you don't want to take an in-person course, there's an option for a completely online Hunter Ed course. It uh, takes just a couple hours to complete, um, and it's available, again, online. And there's two courses now available. One is free. So where, like that. Yeah, that's the best price there is, right? Mm-hmm. Free 99 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, one course is called Today's Hunter, and it's through a company um, that uh, keeps up with all the cert- certification and stuff. And then the NRA actually developed a uh, Hunter Ed online course that's designed to be free for every state. So there's 12 states that have taken advantage of this free Hunter Ed online course developed by the NRA. So Tennessee was the 12th state to do it. Okay. And um, it's a fantastic course and um, again it's totally free and you're Hunter Ed certified for any state in the country. So our Hunter Ed counts for any state. There's reciprocal agreements with every single state. So um, it's a great thing to do now if you've got kids that are at home and you're looking for an online educational option um, just head over to tnwildlife.org and click on that Hunter Ed uh, for the NRA free course. Um, there's no in-person field day. It's about three to four hours to complete total. That was going to be my question, yeah. Yeah, you can stop and come back to it. There's different um, oh, uh, groups of courses. Okay. So there's like four or five sections that you complete. Um, and you can do it all at once or you can do it spread out over several days. Um, but, yeah, it's it's you know we launched it last week and it's uh, – going to be really, really popular with people, I think. You know, who who doesn't want free, right? Yeah. But be- there still is that paid option if you okay. want to take it from a, a, a place that's not the NRA, then that option is still available. And in-person classes are still available. Yeah. So watch our website. We're putting those out on our calendar. Uh, but yeah, then you can go to the Hunter Ed page uh, in our website, tnwildlife.org, and, and search for a class if you want to find one, or do the online. Uh, and it's this free one would be great for families, I would say. You know, mm-hmm. a dad and, and a son or a daughter or whatever to do it together. And uh, Who wouldn't want to be Hunter Ed certified if it doesn't cost them anything? Yeah. Right? Just some time. It'd be a good refresher for folks that have been through the course even. But yeah, okay, cool. That's great. So we've made it, making it easier than ever to, to be Hunter Ed certified. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've got this down. I'll go ahead and mention it. October 31st is the youth hunt. Yes. So that'll be coming up. Great time to go ahead and jump in there and get that done and get it out of the way so you can get mm-hmm. outdoors this weekend or that weekend. That's a great opportunity to take a kid you know, and go hunting. Uh, you know, those youth weekends, it's before the hunting pressure gets on. Yeah. You've mm-hmm. got a higher chance of success. Oh, it's the perfect time to get outdoors yeah. and go hunting. So that's October 31st through November 1st. That's gum, muzzleloader, archery. Um, I think you're allowed two does a day, and you know you're allowed three. Or not two does a day, but you're allowed two antlerless deer, and in unit L, you're allowed three a day, and then it's still the two buck limit, mm-hmm. so statewide. But and then there's other options in CW, unit CWD, so make sure you check all that out. Mm-hmm, for sure. Tnwildlife.org, or you know, once you get there, you can click the e-regs and find all that information. Yeah. All right. So 
what is all this stuff in front of you? Oh, well, <laughs> we launched an e-store um, oh, several months back, and we've got some new really cool items in there that are, if you're a fan of TWRA and what we do, uh, this is a perfect way to show your support. And 100% of the funds that go into buying this merchandise go to wildlife conservation. So it's a donation that you make to our foundation, the Tennessee Wildlife Resources Foundation. Yes. Um, it's, it's, you know, above and beyond the cost of the merchandise, 100% of that goes back into wildlife conservation. Learn more about them at TWRF.net. Correct. So a program that I'm most excited about this month is selling this hat and this patch. So for Breast Cancer Awareness Month, we redid our logo with uh, pink accents and uh, uh, the breast cancer ribbon uh, for support and these two things are on sale on our e-store shop gooutdoorstennessee.com and um, the hat is $20 and the patch is $10 and 100% of those funds go to this really cool organization called mm -hmm. Casting for Recovery and they take uh, people that have been affected in any way by breast cancer on uh, fishing trips to learn how to trout fish mm -hmm. so 100% of these funds will go to Casting for Recovery to take women and um, survivors of breast cancer fishing and you know the program they they it's not by mistake that that program was selected to go trout fishing because the doctors that cr founded the program, they found that the movements that go along with trout fishing are actually healing for breast cancer survivors. Yeah. So um, just a great cause. And this month for Breast Cancer Awareness Month, we wanted to feature those items in our store. And uh, Well, I like the green hat. It's a great fit. Uh, it's comfortable. It's got that cool uh, mm -hmm. technology in it or whatever. It's a nice hat. It is. So. We like nice things. Yeah, don't we? yeah. And then you got a bunch of others here. Let's. Yeah, so I just thought I'd those. talk about a few other things yeah. that are in the store. Um, we have anything from little keychains that are great for boaters because they float, mm -hmm. and that way, if you drop the keys <laughs> overboard, they they won't be gone forever. You haven't done that before, have you? No. <laughs> We have stickers that are great for putting on a bow case or a car or cooler, any cooler, mm -hmm. anything you like. Um, that show your support for wildlife and TWRA. We have a really cool camouflage water bottle. Everybody needs a bottle of water when they hit the woods. Yeah, and uh, this one will stay hidden from critters, <laughs> and hopefully uh, you not don't drop me. it in the woods and <laughs> not find it. But yeah, for twenty dollars, this is a great water bottle. It's got a little logo on it. Yep. It does. And we also, you know, everybody loves their Yeti cups. Well, this is our version of, of a Yeti, and it's a, a, just a 20-ounce tumbler. You can put anything from coffee or hot chocolate in the morning and head out to the deer woods or um, anything you want to keep cold, it keeps cold, too. Awesome. And then you got these cool little buffs. Mm. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? These keep your face warm. Yeah, and, also, and work as a face mask. There you go. Ten bucks. They're comfortable. It yeah. comes in blue. Blue and green. So that's cool. And one of the coolest hats that we have, uh, so this hat is camo with mesh back, but it has these sunglasses holders on the side of them. I don't know if anybody else is, has trouble keeping up with their sunglasses or their uh, rifling glasses oh, when yeah. they're at the range, but this is super handy because you just stick your sunglasses in it and you can do it in several different ways, but it'll hold your sunglasses for you and uh, it's really neat. Yeah, Very that's useful. awesome. Yeah. We got the beanie. Oh, the beanie. For the cold weather. Reversible. Mm-hmm. So you can hide or you can be seen in blaze orange on the other side. There you go. Nice little pocket on it, too. Yes, it does. Well, that's cool. We got a lot of neat stuff. 
the digital camo for the folks who like that. Yeah, there's and then the other camo. We got half a dozen hats or so. They're all really neat. And yeah. there's even, there's some with a vintage feel. There's some with a newer kind of feel. But all of it's available at shop.gooutdoorstennessee.com. All right. Well, uh, this has been a fun uh Field show, packed full of great stuff. The governor. We had the governor in the house. That was awesome. How exciting. That was awesome. We've had some great guests, but I'm going to say that's probably the greatest. Uh So anyway, well, we thank y'all for watching and listening. Jennifer, I thank you for helping me co-host. Glad to be here. It's been fun. Uh, And this is Tennessee Wildcast. Keep coming back. Remember tnwildlife.org for all the outdoors information in Tennessee. And remember, gooutdoorstennessee.com to buy your license. And we'll see you outside. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.